Good morning, guys. Uh, well, by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably not be morning anymore, but how are you guys doing today? I hope it's going great. I hope it's going amazing, immaculate, immaculate, immaculate. I'm already messing up. I hope it's going wonderful, amazing, and immaculate because you deserve it. We all deserve to have good days, no matter how bad you feel, no matter what you think you've done, you can always turn it around. And just why have a bad day when you can have a good day? It's your choice to be happy. And I hope you guys choose happiness because that's something we all deserve. If you're coming back to listen to me, how have you been? How's life going, bestie? I miss you. I've loved you. I'm sorry I have ghosted you for so long, but you know, school. But that doesn't take away the love I have for you. See, I'm back. We talking right now. We talking, we connecting, we right here. We right here. And if you're listening to me for the first time, I love you too, bestie. Okay? I know you ain't listening to me for more than a minute, but I already love you. I feel I feel the love in the air. And I just want to give out all the positivity, all the optimism to you because you deserve it too. And don't let anybody tell you that you don't. Just call me up and I will come and fight for you. Okay? I'll fight for you. I won't fight you. I'll give love to you, but I will fight for you. Okay? Guys, for me, I don't know. It's been a little bit. The crazy thing is, I was there was an episode I recorded with uh, Gertrude, quote unquote. And I haven't posted it yet because I haven't finished listening to all of it, but I'll probably post this one and then post that one right after. And so it kind of messes up because today is what, November 15th? November's already halfway gone, y'all. And the last episode was a week ago. So yeah, the life update in this will be more current than the life update in the last one, but life update, y'all. It's the last real actual week of school because next week is Thanksgiving break. The week after that is our last regular week of school. So it's just going to be final review. And then the week after that is just finals, which is crazy because it seems like the semester just started. When in reality, we've been here since August and it's November. College just, college just flies by, to be honest, y'all. But started back, I don't want to say I started back working and never stopped just For the whole month of October, I was so busy. Sorry, I'm drinking tea. It's cold. It's cold outside and your girl's anemic. So like I'm as double, I'm double cold. I'm more cold. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just more cold than y'all. Okay, so I needed to go get tea. So if I take a pause, it's because I'm drinking tea. But yeah, like I was saying... School had just been flying by. Like, it doesn't even feel like it's been three months. That's crazy. It feels like it hasn't been three months. And then at the same time, it's like, well, last time I was actually home was so far away. It feels like I never left the dorm, which is crazy because we're sophomores now. So we're not even in the freshman dorms anymore. We're in the new building because we bougie now. It's literally like going from poor to bougie because those first year buildings, baby, that's a whole nother topic for another day. I'm gonna have my roommates come in here for that one. Cause woo, that was a that was a struggle. But now we here in the new building, we got a semi-suite and it's just crazy, you know? 2021 is almost over. And this is a little side note. This is not what the episode is about at all, but like I'm already such a different person than I was in 2020. Cause if I really think about it, 
the pandemic didn't start until last year. March is when everything shut down. May is when I had my drive-through graduation because you couldn't be within six feet of anybody. You know, never had a prom. I had, I'm gl- grateful I had my drive-through graduation though because some people didn't even get that. And I, I've been through three different jobs right now. I went from working at a grocery store to working at a hospital and being almost halfway done with my nursing degree. It's just crazy. I have a car, I can drive, got my license. And like, I'm 19, y'all, that's so crazy. That's so crazy to me. My music taste has changed. Pre-pandemic, I didn't listen to anything but R&B and gospel. Post-pandemic, I got an alternative playlist with PP Cocaine and people on it. Don't judge me for that. I love Rico Nasty, love PP Cocaine. I love Megan. And I saw, I'm still obsessed with her, but like I'm also obsessed with Tone Stith. I'm obsessed with Maida. I'm obsessed with Ajane. Bruno Mars keeps coming around back to me. And because of uh, Silk Sonic, and I listen to Anderson Pack. Like it's just, it's crazy, y'all. Just everything has changed. My wardrobe has changed. Like everything. I don't know where I was going with this. Oh yeah. Anyway. What this episode is about, uh, I just came back from psychology class, uh, developmental psych, and we talk about some interesting things in there. I used to fall asleep, but that's just because I was sleepy and I fall asleep in all the classes, even if I like them, but we've been talking about some interesting stuff. And today I wanted to bring up two topics. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit serious, y'all, because we're on the chapter of death and dying, which is supposed to be at the end, but he doesn't want to like have our last week of class just be about like hey death goodbye I'll never see you again you know so it makes sense you want to do this and then go back to our regular stuff but we're watching a movie and I put it in my notes if I can I gotta figure out and go find out what it's called but oh it's called The Good Death by Thomas Krupa and it was released in 2018 and it follows a woman who decides to go to Switzerland for assisted suicide because she has muscular, I can't remember if it's dystrophy or astrophy, atrophy, dystrophy. I'll get back to y'all on that, but (laughs) I want to talk about that because that's really, really interesting. And also, uh, he just had a question because before this, we were talking about like young adult life. And of course, with that comes like the whole marriage, kids thing, love, da da da. And like y'all, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Sorry, I'm stuttery this morning, but I love love, y'all. I go to sleep watching The Bachelorette every single night, which is probably borderline obsession, but deal with it. Um, I love love. I love talking about it. I love watching it. Just love being. Just love being. Just love love. And. It's just, we were looking at statistics and statistics don't always match what you see on a day-to-day basis. And one of the statistics was about how black women are like the least, least likely to get married. And he was just trying to ask questions about why, but the questions he was asking was like, I don't want to discuss this in class, but I want to discuss this amongst other black women. 
but I'm a podcaster right now so when I say other black women it's like yeah I'm gonna talk about it in my friend group but for right now I'm gonna just talk about it to y'all and don't be afraid afraid oh my gosh I'm sorry don't be afraid to reach out to me with your answers because or with your discussion because I really I like hearing people's opinions opinions y'all I'm so sorry I don't know what's happening but yeah I kind of want to talk about the movie first and then the love discussion because like my professor I don't want to leave y'all just thinking about death so I'm gonna take a break drink some tea and then I'll be back and we'll get to the first topic All right, y'all, in the words of Nikki, uh-oh, back again. So, y'all, this whole movie about death and dying, uh, my psych professor said he wanted us to not just see death, but, like, see the psychology behind it, so that's why we're watching this movie. But in the movie, she's about 72 years old. Um, She has... Oh, what is it? She has, y'all, I'm really trying to figure out what she has, and I cannot find it. There it is. She has muscular dystrophy. That's what it is. She has muscular dystrophy, and she's 72 years old, and she could still talk and get around, but it's gotten to the point where she needs help getting out of bed and using the bathroom, and she can't remember the last time she made a meal for herself, and she has somebody come and clean her house for her, and so... Her whole thing is, she saw her mom go through this, but her mom didn't get diagnosed until she was diagnosed. Uh, And and her mom wanted to live out her best life, I guess, but she saw her mom sitting in a chair, not being able to move or do anything for 30 years. So when you go for something like that for so long, for someone that was so close to you, it makes sense that their suffering makes makes you, sorry, not want to suffer like that either. And that's what she said, she doesn't want to suffer. And so the discussion in class was like, do you think she's doing it a little too early? Because she could still walk. She could still talk. She seems like she supports herself. She owns her own house. She has a lot of friends. Like, she, there's love in her life still. It's like, is she doing it too early? And I just think it's not her choice. You know, like, it's her decision. She knows that her disease is going to progress and get worse. And she would rather choose to get out before that happens and it's crazy because like she's 72 and the people are listening to this podcast I think everybody is either around my age which I'm 19 and I think the oldest is around like my mom's age so like all of us it's just something hard to think about because it's like you have your whole life ahead of you and she just like it's just something it's hard to wrap your head around like she wrote a formal letter letter I'm so sorry not a leather she wrote a formal letter okay to what's the word (laughs) she wrote a special letter formal letter to Switzerland because that's where they do assisted suicides she wrote a letter to that to them and she set a date and everything she's like this is what's gonna happen this is what i want 
uh, I want it on September, so-and-so. And so it was like, even that's hard to think about. Because my professor said, I wouldn't even set a date. I would just say, when I get to the point of this condition where I can't do this and this and this, then take me for my assisted death. But sis was ready. She's like, this is my date. And she didn't, her mind was pretty much made up. Like, she had a son still. They weren't very close. She had a daughter that was getting married. And she said her daughter kept sending her wedding dresses so that she could tell her which one she likes and which one she don't like because her daughter didn't even set a date for her wedding yet so she'll probably die before her daughter gets married and a lot of people were saying well why don't you just live to see your daughter's wedding it's like we don't know the backstory behind that we don't know if she just dead set on dying when she wants to die or if her daughter has been just like holding this weight above her head like you can't die until I have my wedding and so because you choose to die I'm never going to set a date for my wedding you know we don't know what kind of situation is going on behind closed doors so yeah it's just not only did she write a letter saying help me and my sister death but she set a date a definite date she was like off to Switzerland I go and everyone else in her life was like, no, don't do it. Please don't do it. She's like, I already made up my mind. Sorry, but it's not your life to live. It's mine. Or it's not your life to die. Yeah. She just said she wants to die with dignity. She said she can die on her own terms. Whenever she wants, however she wants, it can be peaceful. She won't feel any pain. And she said she'd rather that than what she would go through. She just lives out life. There's just a lot to think about because I I can't even think about like just people dying in general. Like funerals, I absolutely hate funerals. I've only been to two. I'll say two and a half. I've only been to like two and a half funerals. I know that don't make sense, but it makes sense to me, y'all. I've only been to like two and a half funerals. And it's just hard being there. You know, like somebody's gone and then you go see them and they're gone. But for you to actually have your mind made up, make sure no one stops you. Like, hey, I am going to go die. I want to go die. Here's my date. And just let it begin. It's like, it's just very, very hard to think about. She's leaving behind friends. She's leaving behind family members, you know, cousins, nieces, nephews, her son, her daughter. I think her second husband, like it's just, it's a lot to think about. Not just you, but the people around you are gonna have to think about it too. You're like, oh my gosh, I love this person so much. They're part of my life. And on this day, like nobody knows when her death is gonna be, but it's like, you know, by this day, this person is gonna die. Like, what would you do in that situation? How would you feel? Would you even have enough time to feel all the things you should feel or you want to feel? You know, I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. And then it brings up the question. It's like, would you rather know when somebody... How am I going to word this? Would you rather know when somebody you love is going to die? Or would you not know? Because my dad and my grandma both died unexpectedly. And... I mean, it broke me. Like, when my dad died, I was just, like, a shell of a person. Didn't talk, didn't do nothing for, like, a week. 
didn't even cry till about a week or two after. And then when my grandma died, I just couldn't stop crying because she was like my best friend. So the, just imagine somebody that close to you telling you, hey, I made up my mind. I want to die on this date. There's nothing you can do to change my mind. Sorry. You know, it's a decision. It's her decision. It's her life. It's whatever she feels. It's just like, I want to know more about how the how the kids feel. Because her son also has muscular dystrophy and he's trying to do research to help with the disease because he said it doesn't get the attention he needs. He doesn't get, no, sorry, muscular dystrophy doesn't get the attention it needs. Am I saying that wrong? Dystrophy or di- Yeah, I'm saying it right. Dystrophy. He said it doesn't get the attention it needs. And so even if the research he's doing doesn't help him, it can help other people with it. And it just makes you think, you know? Like, even just watching it, I started getting teary-eyed. I didn't cry, because I was in class. But I started getting teary-eyed, because like I said, I started thinking about my grandma and my dad, and I just can't imagine anybody I love dying. Like, it's happened before, but like, you can never prepare yourself for that. Like, it's, just imagine knowing the date. Like, them choosing to die and telling you the date. Like, somebody has to be going through it, through it, to be like, I want to die by this date, no later. You know, and so my teacher, still, he was like, don't you think she's doing it a little too early, jumping the gun? And ultimately, it's her decision. And everybody has different opinions. It's like, what do you guys think? Given everything, given the circumstances, what do y'all think? Let me know. I'll leave my email down below as always. And I can't really say too much more about that because like I said, I'm just like, I'm, I'm shook. I'm shook. So I'm going to take another break because I need to drink some more tea. And when I'll be back, we'll talk about the whole black love thing. My teacher tried to start a discussion about, but it didn't end up happening. Why? Because I go to a PWI and the handful of the black people that were in the class was probably thinking all the same thing. They're not ready to have this conversation. Okay? Okay. Okay, once again, y'all. <laughs> I am back again for the third and maybe final time. We'll see. We'll see. But I just realized this episode is turning out to be a short episode. And I don't know if it's because of how cold sis is, because when I tell you I'm freezing, I'm freezing. I don't know if it's because of that or if it's just because of the mood outside. And it's weird because like it's cold and windy outside and it's not storming or anything. The sun keeps peeking in and out. And it's like today either feels like a chill day where you just want to do nothing but I don't know, nothing but just relax and alleviate stress or today is like a day where you just want to be cuddled up watching movies I don't know making dinner together something cute it just seems like a day where you want to do one of those things but anyway back to the point um in my site class we have a lot of interesting questions posed to us sometimes it's turned to discussions sometimes not because Less and less people come to class, and I don't understand. Like, yeah, it's a morning class, but it don't start till 9:50. That's almost 10 a.m. 
so you can't even say it's early but anyway back to what I was saying um we were talking about love and everything and my teacher brought up the statistic about how black women are least likely to get married or was it least likely to get married? Yeah, like least likely to get married, be in a relationship, all that stuff. And he was like, well, why? And then he went into it, into it, because he actually has a career in his degree. He's been doing it for 30 plus years, so he's really good at it. And he even said, even though this is a statistic, he said he's never seen it, you know? And so it was saying how african-american women uh make up a lot of the never married single parents thing and that's basically you're raised by your mama and only your mama or a lot of black women like i said never married single parents are least likely to get married and he was like i've never seen it personally but if we were going to go about the statistic like playing devil's advocate to himself he was like why is that? Because there's also statistics, which is, which these are true, of how much, like, we very much so get least, get the least amount of money. You know, like, if you were in a company, say this company had a thousand, ten thousand employees, I don't know, the black woman would make the least. And, like, yeah, everybody would make the same starting salary, but, like, as wage increases go, how bonuses go how raises go, we, it would not be equal at all. We will be at the bottom of the barrel, even though we do twice as much work. And so he was like, going off of that, that wouldn't be a good reason to not get married because it's like you split everything in half, like are your living expenses, and that would help you out more financially, especially since you're at the bottom of that wage gap. So finance finances aren't an issue and so one girl spoke out about this in class because where he was going next with that was that is it because we have a smaller dating pool I was like what do you mean we have a smaller dating pool and he didn't bring up everybody he just brought up black men he said when I was in college all the black men were going after white women and he was like is it because you guys don't have options is it because the black men you want choose other people like what is it and so I was taken aback when he said that because yes black love is sweet yes black love is so endearing it's like you guys can get each other in a way that nobody else can you guys can relate in a way that nobody else can you guys have experiences that no one else experiences and it's just something so deep something so right about black love but also I'm the most open person you can be no matter your race no matter your ethnic background no matter your gender identity if you have a good soul you have a good soul and that's my opinion so it's like I know some of y'all like why you gotta make everything about race but it was literally a statistic about black women and then he brought up his experience in school with black men and so one girl brought up she didn't get too into it too into it but 
she was saying how yeah it's hard because black men are like and it's not a good thing all the time but it's like black men are fetishized and the women that fetishize after them are the ones they like anyway like a white woman you know how they go after white women and i think that's just basically what she stayed on but what i was thinking when she said fetishize i was thinking about all the people that said oh my gosh our babies will be so cute mixed babies mixed babies curly wavy hair green eyes mixed babies mixed babies it's like that's a weird fetish to have because you just want a cute child how are you gonna take it when that child gets called a slur how are you gonna take it when that child gets pulled over by the police while driving while being black how are you gonna like do you even think about that stuff it's like yeah the child will be biracial but all the people that are discriminatory don't see they're biracial they see your black discrimination it's like you can't have a mixed baby just to have a mixed baby like there are things to think about and because you haven't experienced it you don't think about it you can have an opinion about it but you never experienced it your child will experience it and you won't like a life is so different for us in a way that you can't really understand because you can't live it and so it's like why would you already fetishize somebody just because you want to have mixed babies any baby you get you should be blessed with doesn't matter what their skin color is what they look like any baby you have you love that baby that baby loves you 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 won you won you know but actually there's a lot on the internet how it's like black women always get pushed and shoved for not being with a black man all right and obviously y'all know my back my bisexual self i'm talking about straight people right now okay straight people because it's like once you pass over in the bi and pan land it's like just like gender don't matter race don't matter but also going there's even prejudices in that though because it's like you see a lot of black and black lesbian couples black and black just black and black women together black and non-white women together it's like how pause think for a second when have you seen two women in a relationship and one was black one was white it's not talked about a lot because people don't really care but it's like you've been thinking about that but that's not the point we're talking about you straight people for now okay <laughs> um it's like women get all this flack for not wanting to be with black men and sometimes they get that flack by black men but then black men go out here and they choose the white girls or they choose the girls that have the black attributes like the curves everybody wants big lips now like all the afrocentric features that you can pick and choose without actually wanting a black woman or they get a black woman and it's the lightest lightest form of black you can be and that's what the internet's saying like everybody has their own preference to me i haven't seen that well i have in west virginia i've seen that for sure but like i also have good examples in my family and in my friends and in some of the people i grew up with in west virginia even that it's not that's not always the case 
like it might be more predominant where you where you live or where you grew up but it's like people really don't care about race not really black men aren't going up there like a black woman i hate you ew you know everybody's intermingling like i get what the internet means when they say that because like i said i do see it in some places i do understand what they mean but there's still plenty of black men out here looking for their black queen looking for their black love and so and also i feel like we're more open than we have been before because it is a stigma this is true that i have well i don't know if it's true true but i have seen it prevalent among the women in my life the black women in my life it was just drilled into my head even when i was a child it was like when you grow up marry a black man it's like no matter what he is no matter what he does marry a black man always got drilled into my head and i even said it i kept saying it and saying it because it was like what i was told what i was taught it was like when i grow up i'm gonna marry a handsome black doctor and like that was that was it it was just like make sure you marry a black man make sure you marry a black man and yeah, like i said love is love there's love is love is love that's me now that's what i've experienced through my own life and through the society we live in now that's more and more accepting but it's like before our generation if you probably asked a black woman it was like oh would you date somebody white or would you date somebody that's not black it'd be like uh did you just ask me if i want to do crack cocaine and it's weird because it's like i don't know to play devil's advocate to that argument it's like you can't say you can't get mad at black men for wanting to date other races when you leave out every other race besides black besides african-american because you don't want anybody that's not black and they're open to everybody and you're open to one group of people you know so that's what i was thinking about that i don't know just some thoughts i just really wanted to hop on here and talk to you guys because i was thinking about it and i can talk a lot but I don't always know who to talk to. So I was like, let me talk to y'all. It's a podcast. Literally, all you do is talk and people listen. So I came here. I did that. Rushed right over from class, which was a lie. Like I said, I didn't rush right over. I rushed to Starbucks, got some tea. Then I rushed over to record the episode. But yeah, it's like, what do you think? What do you guys think about it? What are your thoughts? I really, I want to know. I want to hear some discussion or read some discussion. Like, I really want to know what you guys think about it. And it's like, to the original question, I never answered it because it's like, it can't be answered. Like, what is a right or wrong answer? It's more like an opinion question. And even so, it's like the question of why do black women have babies but don't want to get married? Or why do black women not want to get married? It's like, I haven't seen that in my life. So, I... Like, I don't know how to answer that, you know? I don't know how to answer it. There's no right or wrong answer, it's just an opinion. It just makes you think. It's just your thoughts, you know? Your thoughts after that. But, on a happier, upper note, I wanted to give y'all something to watch. Like, I don't know if y'all are part of Bachelor Nation, but I love The Bachelorette. My absolute favorite season ever was Rachel's season. That's the season I go to sleep watching every night. And 
I just love Michelle's season. Because I just love Michelle. She does so amazing. They gave her an amazing group of guys. I'm just excited and ready for her to find love and have love. And it's like, they didn't have the first black bachelorette until Rachel was it. And I think that couldn't have been more than five years ago, if that. And so it's like, dang, that's crazy. And so, of course, when she came on the show, that's when I actually started having conversations about race and what's happening in America because... There was nobody black to talk about it. Like, what are you going to do when the producers and the people that are on the show and the hosts are all white? I mean, it's different now because the whole Chris Harrison drama, he's like, go. It's been Taisha, who is also a bachelorette of color. It's been Taisha and, ooh, I forgot her name. I'm going to get backlash for this. I'm so sorry I forgot your name. I want to say Caitlin. I want to say it's been Taisha and Caitlin that are hosting. And so that's good. Bachelorette to have women to confide in, and not only women that to confide in, but women that have been on the show like her to help lead her and guide her and just vent. But it's been such a group, good group of guys, y'all. I mean, one thing I have noticed though is like I feel like they need to do more different dates because I feel like the dates are repetitive. But I like watching love stories because I like people falling in love because I love love, you know. But um, also, my music taste has changed. I'm gonna give y'all some songs to listen to, okay. I think you like them. Well, at least I like them. I'm an R&B lover mostly. Like, yeah, I listen to my Megan and my little alternative music and everything. But at my core, at my heart, it's like R&B all the way. I'm listening to Be Don't Get Mad by Maida. Love her. I, when I went and saw my wife in concert, if y'all don't know, my wife is her. I went and saw her in concert for the Back of Her Mind, Back of My Mind tour. Sorry. And Maida was there. And... Everybody that performed before her, before her came on the stage. I'm so sorry. I don't know how I'm not talking. But everybody that came on the stage before she did, they're like all up in my Spotify now. They're just so good. But yeah, go listen to Maida, spelled M-A-E-T-A. I love her song called Be Don't Be Mad. And me and my roommate have just been blasting smoking out the window like every single day, at least five times because they're just so good. Um, I'm listening to Devotion by Tone Stith. He's just one of my absolute favorites now. And yes, it's Stith. Not Smith, Stith. All right. Of course, I've just been listening to her because I listen to her all the time. Because like I said, that's my wife. I like the could have been, not the could have been with Bryson Tiller, but could have been with Tone Stith in it. Because, ooh, child, them vocals. I like uh, the song Like the First Time by Tone Stith. I like By Any Means by Georgia Smith. I've been listening to Old Her. I've been listening to The Weeknd. I've been listening to a singer called Ajane. It's A-J-A-N-E-E. I think I spelled that right. But she was at the tour too. And it was just amazing. But I've been listening to Anderson Pack, Expanding my palette. I love Silk Sonic. How could you not love Silk Sonic? I love R&B. Everything R&B. Especially old R&B. So the fact that they're making new R&B sound old i love it i love it but if i could choose one song for y'all to go listen to it would be devotion by tone stiff and if i had to add two more it'd be be don't be mad by Maida, and it'd be smoking out the window whoa you know y'all also i'm sorry if my voice is raspy but i don't know what's going on i don't know if it's because i wanted to stay in bed or I need to drink more water or because it's cold outside, but 
My voice sounds like it does when I'm sleepy or just waking up. And I did not just wake up. It is 12.05 and I had class at 9.50, so I did not just wake up. But anyway, back to the point. Recommendations. I absolutely love podcasts, as you can tell, because I wouldn't have one if I didn't like them. Go listen to my favorite murder. I absolutely love my favorite murder. It's so funny. And yeah, as a nursing major, I'm supposed to help people, but I either listen to murder podcasts or inappropriate podcasts, and there's no in-between, you know? So... I love My Favorite Murder by, who is it, Karen in Georgia. It's a, I think an Exactly Right original, that company. Absolutely love listening to Horrible Decisions, bro. It's by freaking, oh, I love them so much. It's by Mandy and Wheezy, and I love them so much. It's like the black version of Call Her Daddy. And speaking of Call Her Daddy, I love Call Her Daddy by Alice Cooper. It's just so, it's just so great, you know? Listen to Cadaver Gals which is an iHeartRadio podcast, and it's just, it's just weird and funny ways people die, you know, it's just, if you listen to it, go listen to the episode, sorry, go listen to the episode about the horse, I'm not gonna go into detail about it, but listen, listen to the episode about the horse, because it's so disturbing but funny, I listen to Dark History by Bailey Sarian sometimes, I just love her murder, murder, mystery, and makeup, Mondays, I just love Bailey Sarian. Um, I have listened to a couple of episodes of Sisters Who Kill, which is also good because they get into it. They know the details. They fact check everything. And then the one podcast I listen to is not about murder or horrible decisions, which is spelled W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E, horrible decisions. Is crying in public. It's just two girls in college talking about college, like how life has changed and everything, whatnot. And I'm like, hey, I'm in college too. Let me take a listen. So I've been taking a listen and it's been really good. But that's all for me today, y'all. I'm going to try, try, try to be more consistent with these episodes, especially because school is coming to a close and I really don't got no quiet place to record at home. But yeah. It's been nice talking to you guys. I've missed you guys. Like I always say, you guys are like my therapist. I vent to you guys about everything. You're my therapist until I get a therapist. And then once I actually do get a therapist, I will still talk to you guys because you're the OG therapist. And I just love y'all. I hope y'all love me back, but I love y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing, what's today? Oh yeah, I hope y'all have an amazing Monday. I hope you go do amazing things. I hope you're feeling yourself because you should be confident because all y'all are bad biddies. Y'all look beautiful, kings and queens. Love you all. And just go do what makes you happy. Life is too short to not do what makes you happy. So go be happy. Go do what brings you joy. Go do what brings you pleasure. Go do what helps you relax and have no stress. Just go. Go live life. And if you don't know why, because I said so, I want you to be happy. Be happy for me. If not for you, be happy for me. I want you to be happy, so go be happy, you know? But, yeah. That's all from me. Just wanted to get that out. Hope y'all have an amazing and blessed Monday. And I'll see y'all next time. See ya, lovelies.